Welcome to Discovering North America Through the Senses, a Flashback LLC production. Welcome everyone, and thank you for joining us in The Preparation. I wanted to touch a little more on my why prior to getting into the preparation portion of today's episode. So I wanted to tell you a story so you can get a little more of an idea as to my personal why and why I feel this is important for us. So after I had my daughter, um, I was diagnosed with a neurological condition that from time to time can cause havoc throughout my body in multiple forms. And the time it takes for my body to recuperate varies depending on how bad the damage was. Around October of 2019, I began to get very dizzy all of a sudden. This has happened before many times, but it seemed it was happening more often. I rarely used my Apple iWatch, um, but I felt I should to help us see if it could help us identify what was happening. And what it showed was that my heart rate was shooting up and just as fast dropping to very dangerous levels, which was causing the dizziness. And then things kept getting worse and the dizziness began to be accompanied by pains in my chest. And one day when I was shopping with my mom and my sister, I ended up driving myself to the hospital. And as I was driving myself to the hospital, my legs began to fall asleep as well. So this was a pretty scary situation for me. And by the time I I arrived to the hospital, I couldn't even put sentences together. So we actually thought that I was having a heart attack or a stroke. And surprise, surprise, they found nothing. So they directed me to my neurologist and then in a heart specialist. After many tests and a heart monitor I had to wear for a week, they found nothing. Inconsistencies that were found were called artifacts. Every time I had an artifact, my chest hurt and I felt dizzy. And no matter how much I reiterated to the doctor that it was not just an artifact, it seemed to fall on deaf ears. My husband suggested a second opinion, but after three months of testing and lack of diagnosis, I was fed up with it. The only one who listened was my neurologist who suggested a specialist that dealt only with nerves around the heart. Uh, By this time, I was already very tired and disappointed that it seemed doctors only go by the textbook and no longer look for other possibilities or just to miss the patient's concerns. And I have felt that for many, many, many years, over 10 years now, (laughs) and decided to do it decided to go to another doctor at a later later date, and I still haven't done so. And I did speak with my doctor recently, and he definitely suggested that I need to go prior to us taking this trip to make sure that there's nothing that could really impair my quality of life, right? Now, I'm not saying all because I have loved both of my neurologists that I have had, And they have been very thorough and they truly listened to me since day one into what my issues have been and have looked at every single angle that they can think of to find out what was wrong with me. Also, my kids' doctors are both amazing. And prior to COVID, every time we went to visit them, you know, doctor's appointments, they always greeted us with a big smile and hugs and remembered past elements for the kids, their current conditions, and the medications that they take, I mean, they remember everything. So it, we truly built a relationship with them. 
And it was sad the last time we saw them because we were there to get the kids flu shots. And of course, this is during COVID. We get them every year because of our daughter's asthma. We couldn't hug each other. And it was very, it was sad. And we just gave each other air hugs instead. And still the big smiles and the, it's so nice to see you. Anyway, so my health issues dragged on until March of 2020. And that's when COVID was beginning and had barely started to be identified in the U.S. So because of my previous health issues and how long they lasted, our family decided to start our lockdown prior to anyone having to enforce it. So we canceled our spring break trips and just stayed home. Needless to say, with the experience in the military and so many close calls, as well as all the family health issues, we really need to cherish time with each other because we never know when it's going to be the last time that we're going to have that opportunity to do so. And every second we are in this earth is precious and we need to be able to enjoy it with those that we love, no matter what the circumstances. Going in, we already know some of the issues that we're going to be facing in regards to our health, and we are making arrangements with all of our doctors to make sure that we can moderate those issues or ways to adjust so we can actually enjoy our trip, as well as ways that we can make appointments while we're on the road, get medications or advice on managing our ailments. We're also informing ourselves as to what steps need to be taken if any of us has a critical health issue that needs immediate attention. Thanks to the military, I actually received tactical training in first aid and CPR training, and I have also invested in CPR training myself. Now, Joe and I have decided that it would behoove us to go get in a refresher on it, and this time also include our daughter, who is now 10. Now, some people may actually think that we're overdoing it, but let me tell you, I have had to use my training for my son, and it's something that no parent ever wants to do, and I have had to use it for a complete stranger at the mall one time. So you never know when you're going to need this, and it is best to know than having to lose a family member because you didn't. Why am I emphasizing this? Well, mainly on top of my own health issues, my husband is a diabetic and has high blood pressure, and that in itself has risks, such as diabetic seizures, stroke, or a heart attack. Our daughter has inter intermittent asthma and has PMLE, which is polymorphic light eruption, aka sun allergy. Thankfully, with phototherapy and medication, she is able to tolerate the sun a little more and we can enjoy short outings in full sun. However, we still try to stick to indoor activities or areas that have a lot of shade because even though she still has to become more tolerant, it just means her reaction is no longer immediate, but the consequences come later. And sadly, the medication she currently uses and which att we attribute in helping with the tolerance is going to have to be changed soon due to some risks associated with it that have come to light in the past year. So this trip will be very interesting, and we will have to see how her tolerance levels will be affected. And if it becomes less, uh, we may have to adjust our adventures to a more nocturnal exploration again. Another topic which has been a big debate is us having to decide whether what we're going to do with our home. And we have actually decided to sell the home. It would relieve the stress and reduce an upkeep cost. So we need to finish all the projects that are not completed, give it a little paint lift and spruce up the garden for the eye appeal. This will also give us a little cushion uh, on our trip. So we are able to fund it 
if we don't find sponsorships and um, continue on for a year-long trip. We have also decided to get rid of both of our vehicles and instead going and buying a Jeep that'll give us better access to rough terrain areas where it, we can't easily access without something that can uh, maneuver in those small areas. And because we're always planning on being together, there's no need for multiple vehicles. So getting new vehicles and getting in this RV, it, we're also going to need time to register it and get all that paperwork ready and get the license plates prior to us leaving. So we require a little extra time on that. Another item that's going to take a while with the kids is gonna be their passports. Because of COVID, we were informed that it's currently taking a little longer to get the passports back. So we need to get those out as soon as possible. And if you don't know, both parents have to be there and you have to get pictures, everything still applies. And with kids, you have to renew their passports every five years. So keep that into consideration whenever you want to do some international travel and need to get passports for your children. Another hot topic that we've had um, has been, where are we going to go visit? So we know we want to make it to Alaska in August because Nikki, our six-year-old, really wants to go blueberry picking. And we could not think of a better time when the blueberry festival is happening in Alaska. We spent many, many summers hiking and picking blueberries and salmon berries in the trails. And Nikki really wants to experience that himself. Um, when we were over there and we used to do that, he was carried in his Osprey little backpack on, on our back. So he never really got to do that with us. So he's very excited and really wants to do that. We also want to go and hopefully get to see our friend Jim. So the way up may be a little faster than we had hoped but coming back down will be a little slower. The how slow aspect is gonna depend on how soon the snow starts to fall. When preparing for trips, one does not always think about how to protect themselves from thieves, and we really have to consider this every time. I cannot tell you how many times we have had to cancel our cards or dispute charges on our cards. The last time being when we traveled to Arkansas back in November, and let me tell you, the thieves have no shame. One even made a purchase with their name as a pickup. Crazy, just crazy. But thanks to the great plans that we have with our bank and credit card companies, no purchases were made and cancellations of the cards were done right away. So we now have to invest in wallets that have RFID protection. For those that don't know what RFID is, it's a radio frequency identification, and this technology is what sometimes is used to steal the credit card information without having to even remove the cards from your person. But by just being close to you, they can retrieve that information. So there, there is actual wallets and purses that are made to block these signals and frequencies to minimize this type of theft. Honestly, with how often we travel, we should have done that a long time ago. Another major change that we have been discussing is the kids' schooling. During this entire time, we have been doing virtual school, and as much as the teachers are trying and the parents are trying so hard as well, still, the virtual schooling is no substitute for in-person schooling. At home, the parents cannot be fully engaged with their kids because they're also trying to work from home. They're trying to make a living. And while the teachers have difficulty engaging the kids that are virtual and also handling the kids that are in person, it's very difficult for all the parties involved. 
And I want to also mention the effects that this has had in our children. Personally, I believe children need interactions with their peers, their friends. They need a connection just like we need a connection, other than just brothers, sisters, mom or dad. Us as grown-ups, we have friends that we have made through work or friends through high school or college. We have those outside connections already made and we can just pick up the phone and give them a call and talk to someone. But our kids don't. And Joe and I have tried to help our daughter keep that connection with her friends through phone calls and FaceTime. But it's a little bit more difficult for our son, Nick. Now, the issue with him is because of his age, he was just starting kindergarten this year or last year. And he, we didn't have those connections made with parents who have same school age children yet. So it's been difficult for him to connect. And you can see that he desires that connection. And he has made it very, very clear that he would like to do the same as his sister. He wants to talk to friends. And it has been a little bit difficult to accommodate that for him. With that said, we have decided that the best course of action is going to be homeschooling the children on this year-long trip. And the connections I have talked about are going to have to be formed with other individuals doing the same as us by joining social groups where we can connect with these individuals on the road. But we are also going to keep the connection to our daughter's current friends open. So that way we can make sure it makes it easier for her to transition to the next step in our lives. And of course, um, trying to build more relationships for, for our son. Now to the business aspect of things. When it comes to running a business, I have been looking for providers that can print and send out my work directly to the consumer. And I have already found two for the photography and art aspect of my business. We have also been working on our first cookbook and are hopeful that this is going to be coming out in June or July timeframe. And we are also going to be using a print on demand method for the release. In regards to the pattern design aspect of my job, we are still working on finding the perfect provider. I am very picky when it comes to what I feel is good quality and what can truly represent who I am and something that I can be proud of and what I'm trying to produce. So it takes a, a lot of hard work and a lot of testing and samples. Because I also want to enjoy our adventure, I am not rushing that part of the business, not yet anyway, because I do really feel that quality time with the family is the best thing to do, so it'll come with time. And that's it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us, and as always, we would love to hear from you. Don't hesitate to send an email at Anna at a flashbackllc.com, or you can also locate us on Facebook at DNA Through the Census. Safe journeys, and see you on the road less traveled. <laughs>